Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. Be like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisaitl, right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex. Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Boss Offer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. you buy our title sponsor digitex buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated uh, place to buy office it and supplies as we continue on in our uh well it's not quite a lockdown but certainly in what has been an extended pause here dealing with the serious pandemic that is covid 19. Coming up for you in the first half hour of the show, uh, we'll bring aboard Brendan Escott for a little bit of a discussion. Uh, we will uh, 
Also get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Here's some comments from NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman as well. We will tell you the guests on today's show will include Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque, Sportsnet's Brian Burke for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. And we'll also have Dylan Gunther on from the Edmonton Oil Kings, who was named today Eastern Conference Rookie of the Year in the WHL. He is a likely top 10 pick in the 2021 NHL draft. You can reach us at any time at the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. River Cree, uh, like uh, many businesses out there, currently shut down. Goes without saying, but they'll be uh, bigger and better when they get rolling again. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your pregame warm-up. I'm available, Bob underscore Stoffer. The show Twitter account is at Oilers now. Brendan Escott joins us right now, and he is at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Hello, Brendan. How you doing? Uh, we're holding it down here at the 630 Chat Studios. Bob, how are you doing back at home? Well, not bad. I swung by the office this morning, as you know, and picked up a new set of equipment. So hopefully we uh, we have special thanks to the uh, hardworking guys and uh, gals in the engineering department that are there for us. Uh, and hopefully we can uh, provide you with a little bit more consistently uh, consistency. It's actually the same unit. Uh, it just puts things in perspective. Uh, Brendan, this is the same type of unit that we took when we went to Germany and Sweden last fall. That's right when you started on Oilers now. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure how closely you follow international politics, but uh, Angela Merkel, the uh, president of Germany, she's president or prime minister of Germany. Somebody will correct me on that. Uh, they are going to be the – she's a uh, scientist, um, has a uh, – <laughs> a degree and a uh, very smart woman and has uh, did a terrific job on Twitter explaining sort of how the curve works with COVID-19 and Germany has had I would suggest a decent amount of success in relation to perhaps some other international uh, countries out there and they are marginally and slowly starting to uh, reopen up things. I know that it, for teams in the Bundesliga in, in uh, soccer and European football over in Germany, the, I think they're working in teams of five. Germany has uh, done 1.728 million tests. So they have, in terms of what's been reported, the Americans have done 3.3 million. Germany has done 1.7 million. I think Germany, ah, geez, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Somebody can look this up. But I, I think they have about 80 million people there. That seems light to me, but anyhow, I digress. Uh, relative to some of the other countries in Europe right now, Germany's death rate's lower. They've done a ton of tests, and they are going to be testing, testing, testing moving forward. Uh, something in the range of 650,000 tests a week in Germany moving forward. And we bring up testing because Alberta is the province that has had done the most uh, tests amongst the Canadian provinces. And I, I know that we'll have ongoing COVID-19 pandemic coverage on the half hours with Eileen Bell. And uh, we'll continue down that path at 2 o'clock with 6.30 Chet Afternoons with uh, Jayla and I. 
Uh, it's interesting how numbers work out, and I, I can make an illustration of that right now because I had somebody from BC say to me, well, you guys in Alberta have got more positive tests than we do in British Columbia. And I'm like, yes, you are correct. Alberta, as of yesterday, was at 1,996 positive tests, and BC was at 1,561. However, uh, BC has done 58,000 tests. And Alberta, as of yesterday, was at 85,000 tests. So you can do the math. And basically, BC's done two-thirds the amount of tests of Alberta. So we're certainly not out of the woods. Uh, Edmonton has definitely not been as hard hit as uh, some other provinces. Quebec, by the way, has maybe moved the goalposts a bit in terms of how they're reporting that uh, came out of the province today with uh, updated totals. Quebec now has 630 people that have passed away from COVID-19. Uh, and today, uh, the Premier of Quebec, Francois Legault, said that the sharp increase in deaths, they had uh, 143 since yesterday, did not actually occur in the past 24 hours, but are attributed to a change in methodology by the Quebec Public Health Authorities. For all you stats geeks and analysts out there that love to talk about hockey, we all know how certain numbers can be uh, construed different ways. Um, one number that cannot be overlooked is as of yesterday, uh, Canada was at 1,010 deaths and 541 of those deaths involved people uh, that were in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. So over 50%. Reinforcing again, one of the things I think undoubtedly we're going to see in this country moving forward is increased standards uh, for our nursing homes and, and looking after our elderly and and so it should be uh we're certainly not out of the woods yet alberta has tested a lot they've got some decent numbers uh, i don't think anybody in alberta is too cocky about what's happened yet here lots more work to be done stay safe everybody all right uh, which brings us to hockey what happens uh you know and uh, hockey's completely in a situation where it's dependent upon uh, you know, you have 31 teams in the National Hockey League. Uh, you're only as good as your most challenged market. Uh, Gary Bettman, the NHL commissioner, was on Fox uh, Fox Business yesterday. We didn't have a chance to get to all these clips yesterday because of the Don Iverson press conference, but we're going to go there right now for our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Gary Bettman was asked point blank, Gary, when could play resume? We're focused on being as flexible and as agile as possible. And when we get the opportunity from a health standpoint to bring our players together, to let our teams reconstitute themselves, to get operations up and running, uh, we'll be in a position do that whenever it makes sense uh, and we believe that we can be fairly flexible in terms of the calendar and my guess at this point is we're probably going to be playing into the summer which is something that we can certainly do all right uh Batman was also asked to comment on how you work out a fair playoff format 
We're focused on those issues, and we have been, and we get a fair amount of lobbying from the clubs because they're extraordinarily competitive. Uh, you're exactly right. Our competitive balance is so extraordinary. There are at least seven teams that were on the bubble of making the playoffs, uh, and not all of the teams had played the same number of games. Whatever we do to come back, and this is where I'm talking about being agile and flexible, we're going to have to do something, whether it's complete the regular season and in whole or in part, whether or not it's expanded playoffs, we're going to have to do something that's fair uh, and has integrity. Uh, that's going to be very important no matter what it is we do, and we're considering all of the alternatives, and nothing has been ruled in and nothing has been ruled out. Uh, one of the scenarios that may work for the National Hockey League moving forward or might be a necessary requisite in order to get back on the ice is to play neutral site games. Back into our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work where it's speaking on playing neutral site games. Here's Gary Bettman. Uh, again, another great question. We have been considering all of the alternatives, as I've indicated, not just in terms of the structure of play, but where we actually do it because, you know, we are, we are all over North America, Canada and the United States in lots of different locations, and not all of them may be in the same condition in terms of the coronavirus. Right. So we've been exploring the possibility of some neutral sites. Uh, and first and foremost, though, our players who, who keep themselves in great shape haven't had access to their training facilities and, as important, uh, haven't had an opportunity to skate. Uh, and we've been talking to the players and the Players Association. It's been very, very cooperative. Uh, and one of the things we know we're going to need is two to three weeks for the players to get themselves in game-ready shape. So our health and safety concerns are first and yeah. foremost about pandemic and then secondly we don't want our players risking injury all right that is uh, gary bettman uh, the nhl commissioner by the way special thanks at this time he's always listening and i appreciate him for it val from the high desert of northeast colorado informing me that uh, Angela Merkel's official title is Chancellor of Germany. Thank you very much. Uh, Gary Bettman. So he talked about the possibility, you know, what's a fair playoff format? What about playing neutral site games? Um, there's still testing that's going to need to take place. Testing, the key. Alberta as a province has tested a lot. Dr. Uh, Dina Hinshaw has, you know, received multiple platitudes for the even keel approach she has had on those updates that you can hear every uh, day, 3.30 here on 6.30 Chad. And uh, testing, testing. And players are going to need to be tested moving forward as well. And Bettman says all forms of testing will need to be considered. We're, we're checking all of the above boxes because ultimately, uh, as you and I have just discussed, uh, before we can begin as a business standpoint, we've got to be comfortable that we have the appropriate medical protocols in place. Because keep in mind, we're going to have to have our players travel from virtually all over the world. We have lots of our players certainly in Canada, not just the United States, and we also have a fair number of players in Europe. And so when we 
decide it's time to play, we've got to be able to get everybody back and be comfortable that not only are we not infecting the, the population of players, but that we're not bringing uh, uh, the coronavirus from other places into jurisdictions where the players and other personnel are going. All right. He has hit on something there. And, Brendan, I'm, here's where I'm going to bring you into the equation. And I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot here because we didn't discuss this before we do the show. So we want to have a situation that's fair uh, and not necessarily exclusive of the seven bubble teams that Batman alluded to there. He talked a bit about playing neutral site games uh, and also talked about all forms of testing needed to be considered and ongoing testing to occur as well so what is currently available just as a thought process out there where are there certain scenarios where maybe you could house more than one or two teams in in environments where you could conduct testing on a fairly regular basis and in this situation the likelihood of, uh, you know, having thousands of fans at games would seem a lo- an extreme long shot. But there is some environments in which you could theoretically, and it's kind of been suggested before, but it makes even more sense now. Can you think of uh, maybe an angle where they could get, say, four teams, maybe – uh, some regional playdown models or something like that where they can house multiple teams and have and be in environments where there's access to relatively quick testing and the answer would be brendan universities think about it you have schools in the states with student housing that have sent their students home right we can agree on that on campuses that all possess, you know, departments of science. Just to give you an illustration, at the start of the year, when the auditors do their physical testing, they bring several individuals that work uh, in what's now known as the Faculty of Kinesiology at the University of Alberta to assess them in the physical testing process and mental testing process that uh, takes place for their uh, for their players. I'm going to be intrigued to see if that might be part of the solution moving forward. Some people have suggested North Dakota as an example. Are there other potential uh, college markets out there right now where they have higher caliber dorms that are not currently being deployed that you could ensure that, uh, you know, you have things taken care of from a, COVID-19 perspective before the uh, players would go into such housing and then you would be able to conduct regular testing through the entire process all the while potentially playing neutral site games. Could that be one of the scenarios that might work? What do you think, Brendan? Does it make any sense or is it completely out to lunch? No, I think you're definitely on to something. And you look at different options. The only thing that I would suggest to you is do those dormitories have the same caliber of, you know, cleaning equipment, basically, that a hotel would, for example. So, 100%. Like, I mean, you look at the situation in Winnipeg and the situation in Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton has had uh, eight people pass away as of uh, yesterday. Eight of the 48 people that have passed away in the province from COVID. Eight in Edmonton. Two, by the way, in old age homes. Um, 
just because I brought those old age totals up and said there was 541 out of a possible 1,010 people that had passed away from COVID as of yesterday, 40, 541 were people that were in uh, old age facilities. And we all know, you know, we have an epidemic in this country. We have to dramatically improve the standards at all our old age homes and uh, assisted living facilities across the country. That's one of the things that's come out of COVID-19 has exposed, even in Canada, where maybe we're handling it in a perceived fashion that's that's better than the U.S. Uh, Edmonton, you know, relatively speaking to the other markets in the National Hockey League, is, is having significantly less challenges. And again, we're not out of the woods yet. I would assert to you that the province of Manitoba, uh, Winnipeg, uh, would be another, you know, another potential market out there where the case totals are quite low. To put things in perspective, uh, Manitoba's had 246 cases of uh, COVID since this has begun, and they've had five people pass away. Now, they've only done 17,000 tests. Alberta's done the 85,000 tests, obviously, population considerably different. Alberta at about 4.3 million. BC, by the way, is at 5 uh, million. Alberta at 4.3. I think Manitoba's somewhere between 1.1 and 1.5 million people in the province. So, anyhow, I digress. Uh, you know, Edmonton and Winnipeg are obviously in better shapes than places like New York City. That's a given. The suggestion that maybe you should have the event at, you know, satellite locations, maybe college campuses, um, that have dormitories and can take more to, uh, than what that might be one way to get back at it. The other thing is, I think the president of the United States and many of you have a multitude of different opinions on him. Uh, he tends to be a pretty polarizing guy, but the one sense I get is I think if I was to hazard a guess, I think he'd be all for the return of professional sport in some way. Cause I think that it could, you know, I, I think that there might be a perception that, that you know, we need to get things kind of back to normal. That might be the perception that's out there. Uh, and again, we got a long ways to go here. Is it a crazy idea? Could you put it on satellite campuses? Does that make any sense? I don't know. You tell me. Text me at. Uh... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And when we come back in Oilers Now, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. All right, quickly, you know, the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Sean says, Holy smokes, Bob, working from home has made you smart. Must be the proximity to your wife. Well, there's no question. Uh, there was only one of us in this household that got their degree, and it wasn't yours truly. Uh, again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. And uh, Big Rig Al says, Bob, as far as resuming NHL and other sports, I suggest that nationwide focus needs to be on health, economy, and sky-high unemployment. Sports needs to be on the back burner till this storm is over. There you go. Uh, we'll get to more text after we go into NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Uh, elite Promotional Marketing, we will tell you, uh, is 
brought to you every day by our friends at Elite. And here's the one and only Brendan Escott. All right, Bob, this is an interesting one here. Wayne Gretzky and Alex Ovechkin, the game's all-time leading goal scorer against arguably the greatest goal scorer of all time, are set to face off in an NHL 20 showdown on April 22nd. They are taking to Xbox One with the help of a couple professional gamers for a best-of-three competition with proceeds benefiting the Edmonton Food Bank and a DC-based charity. You know, Wayne's getting up there in age. I'm not sure how uh, apt he is with the video games, but I suppose... Well, maybe we'll, we'll find out soon. Find, maybe we'll have to find out how how, how much he's up to. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, last note here, Edmonton Oil Kings forward Dylan Gunther is the WHL's Eastern Conference Rookie of the Year for 2019-20. The now 17-year-old local product set franchise records in goals and points by a rookie with 26 and 59 respectively. Gunther is eligible for the 2021 NHL Draft and we'll hear more from him coming up after the 1.30 news. Alright, it is 12.29 at Edmonton NHL today brought to you daily by Elite Promotional marketing building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time elite promotional marketing off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell and then back with louis debrusque oilers now with bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on oilers radio 6 30 chad